Hey folks, John Solomon here from John Solomon Reports. I'm proud to be on the iHeartRadio app every day with my podcast, with the news that we bring, the exclusive interviews. And you know what else is great? You can listen to any iHeartRadio station anywhere in the country inside this free app. I used to listen to all sorts of radio on my AM or FM radio. Today, I don't have time to be in the car that often. You know where I listen? I listen on the iHeartRadio app. It's awesome. And they have some really cool new features, unlike anything else in the market. One of them is called Talk Back Mike. Anytime I have something to say, I tap the mic and send my voice message and then listen to hear my voice on one of my favorite shows. Isn't that cool? You can send a message to your favorite disc jockey, your favorite podcast show host. So be sure to download the iHeart app radio. If you don't have it right now, the iHeart radio app is a winner. Be sure to download the free iHeart radio app today and start streaming your favorite radio stations, your favorite podcasts, and your favorite music playlists right from the iHeart radio app. Hello, America. Happy Tuesday. New Hampshire primary Tuesday opportunity tonight for Donald Trump to really seal up the nomination. If he has a handy win over Nikki Haley, her path to the nomination becomes almost non-existent, according to most of the experts I'm talking to. Again, that's the experts' opinions. We'll see what happens tonight. But, you know, a 20-plus point win would be a commanding win. It would also be historic in an open primary. It is the rarest of feats for a candidate to win both Iowa and New Hampshire on the Republican side when they're not the incumbent. Uh, In a lot of ways, President Trump, though he's not been in office for almost four years, is performing like an incumbent in this primary, and that may sew things up a lot earlier than most contested primaries. We're going to have wall-to-wall coverage on just the news tonight. Also, if you tune into Real America's Voice, I'm going to preempt my regular TV show, and tonight for four to five hours, I will be on live on Real America's Voice, 6 p.m. all the way to 10 or 11 p.m., depending how late New Hampshire goes. That's a big opportunity. We're going to have some great folks on. My good friend Grant Stinchfeld will be there. That's exciting. Mark Serrano, great political mind here in Washington, D.C., and a lot of other good friends. So be sure to tune in there tonight. We've got a great show for you tonight, starting off with Senator Marsha Blackburn. She has been one of the most important voices on the border security issue. She's been down to the border many times, and she's focused on an issue that Tommy Tupperville, the senator from Alabama brought up on this show just a couple weeks ago, the diversion of VA resources to help process illegal immigrants for health care. When we last talked about this two weeks ago, Tommy Tuberville told us the backlog at the VA where veterans, the women and men who fought in the armed services for our country now are veterans, was 300,000 long. Marsha Blackburn says she has a new number to provide on the show today. We're going to do that at the top of the hour. Then we're going to turn to New Hampshire. We've got two great guests that we talked to last night. Robert Cahaley, the chief pollster for Trafalgar Group. He'll come in and give us his last poll before New Hampshire votes. Donald Trump moving up. We'll tell you how much he's moving up in the second block of the show. And then we'll finish up with the newly minted, newly chosen chairman of the Michigan GOP. There's been a lot of turmoil in Michigan since Donald Trump lost in 2020. But a longtime friend of this show, the former ambassador to the Netherlands, former House Intelligence Committee chairman, Pete Hoekstra, is going to be here. He was chosen over the weekend to replace Christine Caramo. And there's some contested issues in that selection, some lawsuits and litigation. But it looks like Hoekstra will guide the Michigan Republican Party into the 2024 election. There's a great opportunity there. President Trump is polling very strongly in Michigan over Joe Biden. 
And there's some enthusiasm that maybe Republicans can recapture that state after losing it to the Democrats in 2020 and 2022. So that is our show. A lot of politics, a lot of New Hampshire politics. But we're going to start with the border. Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee right after our first messages. Now, before we go to commercial break, a quick reminder, we've got many great partners here. One of them my good friends at Hillsdale Couch. I had the chance to speak there about a year ago. What a great group of people, great alumni, great students, great professors and academics. And they're doing something special with us and with one of our great talents here at Justin News, Victor Davis Hanson. Well, he is teaching one of Hillsdale's online courses. It's called American Citizenship and Its Decline. I really like this title because I think a lot of people thinking, I don't feel like American citizenship is valued as much in this country as it used to be. But Victor Davis Hanson, the greatest historical mind I know, one of the greatest intellectual minds I know, he has an eight-lecture course at Hillsdale where he explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today from globalism to socialism. And the consequences are downstream. There's an erosion of the middle class. I think we're starting to see that. There's a disappearance of our borders. We definitely see that, something that Senator Blackburn will be talking about. When there's a growth of an unaccountable administrative state and the rise of globalist organizations. This course is self-paced. You take it at your leisure whenever and wherever you are. It's free. It's called American Citizenship and its Decline. And it's with Victor Davis Hanson, who I'm going to have on the show next week to talk about this course, his relationship with Hillsdale, and of course, his amazing podcast. So go right now to hillsdale.edu slash just news. One more time, Hillsdale edu slash just news to start this free course. It's easy to get started and you can't get a better lecturer, teacher, thought leader than Victor Davis Hanson. So one more time, hillsdale.edu slash just news to get started today. All right, folks, when we come back from the commercial break, Senator Marsha Blackburn, we'll be right back. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash Just News. That's AMAC.us forward slash Just News. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. 
Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now, get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As I said at the top of the show, a lot of people still absorbing the magnitude of the 5-4 decision yesterday in the Supreme Court, saying that the federal government can cut down the border fences, the razor wire border fences that Texas has put up to try to protect not only Texas, but the rest of the country. Two conservative justices, Barrett and Roberts, cited with the liberals to give that ruling. Not a lot of happy people today. We're very lucky to be joined by, I think, one of the most cogent voices when it comes to border security, Senator Marsha Blackburn. Senator, great to have you on the show again. It is so good to talk with you. And John, thank you so much for focusing so on this border issue, because it is a source of frustration for so many people. It is, and, and it's become so militarized. Right? we got the cartels with drones up, and they're targeting our agents. It's literally like we've created a war on our border that was literally avoidable just a few years ago. Uh, let me get your reaction right up the top with the Supreme Court. Were you surprised by the decision? I, I was a little bit surprised, because I thought that the court would come back and cite the constitutional authority that the federal government has to protect our border and protect our sovereignty and the right of the states to protect themselves if indeed the federal government does not protect them from invasion. And as we have heard Governor Greg Abbott say many times, this is an invasion that they are facing. Uh, these communities, uh, Eagle Pass being a prime example of what is happening on this border and how people have lost their right to private property because of what is happening on that border. These are all things that we have to take into consideration and realize that people have a right to that. The state has the right to protect themselves. And so this decision has been a source of frustration for many people. When you look at this, and I know you're very measured, you, you think very hard about the positions you take before you take them. Do you see the standard of an invasion being met under the, the constitutional definition? And is there another avenue that maybe Texas can come back and try to convince the court to uh, rule in a different direction? And uh, uh, Texas has another ruling before the Fifth Circuit, and I you'll see the court take a second bite at this apple and then drill down a little bit more and say, is Governor Abbott right as he uses that terminology? Is it appropriate to use it when we know that people, the farmers and ranchers, take them for example, those that are along that border, many times their crops are ruined, uh, their uh, property is harmed, by those that are illegally running across that border and they lose their ability to benefit from uh, from their work. So there will be another, uh, another round on this. What I do know is this. 
is that Tennesseans and indeed all Americans are terribly concerned about what they see happening at the southern border. They look at people coming across, like since 302,000 that came in in the month of December alone, and they say, what is happening with this? They hear the number of terrorists, 80, since the first of this fiscal year, 2024 fiscal year, 80 terrorists crossing that border. They remember that you did not have this kind of activity on the border under President Donald Trump. And they felt the border was secure. They look at the the presence of drugs, fentanyl primarily, that is in their communities. They look at the uptick in drugs being used by young people and lives being lost because indeed one pill of fentanyl can kill you. And they're saying, hey, wait a minute, this border needs to be secured. These drug traffickers are just running rampant across it. And then they look at the human trafficking and sex trafficking issue, and they see reports on the local news about sex trafficking rings that have sprung up in areas that have never had this, drug trafficking rings that have sprung up in areas that have never been exposed to this gangs that have moved into communities where communities have never had a gang presence. And they're finding out it is all related to the open border. And they're turning to us and saying, you've got to do something about this. You have to close that border. Yeah, it's amazing. What Every community in America, Chicago to New Hampshire, L.A. to Georgia, every state is now feeling elements of criminality and, and violence and tragedy that we didn't have just a few short years ago because of the border. You have been focused on something that I think is really important. I don't think a lot of Americans know this. We try to report it often, but the cartels have taken this aggressive position now. We've heard as many of the border chiefs say the U.S. government doesn't have control of most of the border now. The cartels are using drones to surveil and to try to find the places where they can overrun our security perimeter. How concerning is it that it's almost like warfare, almost a form of warfare, what the cartels are doing to ensure they can get illegals in the country? Yes. You know what the cartels have done? They're First of all, we have to realize these are global organizations. They are making billions of dollars every year. Indeed, they have moved, according to Homeland Security, Department of Homeland Security, uh, human trafficking was a $500 million a year business in 2019. And today, it is a $150 billion a year business. So that shows you how they have grown this. And they're really quite sophisticated. Uh, so they have surveillance operations that they run and they track our border patrol and local law enforcement and follow them see where they are moving and working then they move people in the opposite direction so they they are so sophisticated and they have people on buses and so they figure out where the cartel is working and then they go unload a bus a mile down the river or in a different area where they know they're going to be able to get people across the river but no they are using we call it isr equipment intelligence 
surveillance reconnaissance, and they are tracking our border patrol. It's just unbelievable to watch. Another thing, we had a story about six weeks ago. I've had Senator Tommy Tuberville and other on the VA using large amounts of its resources to process uh, health claims and, and health services for illegals, while the veterans who are supposed to be served first by the VA have a growing backlog. I think the backlog's up to like 300,000 veterans again. It seems like every time a Democrat comes in. Yeah, it's up to a million. A million. Oh, my gosh. That's a new number. Yes, it had crept up from 250 to 400. And when we checked this week, it is up to 1 million claims for health care and benefits. And yes, as we were doing some oversight work of the VA, we realized that what they were doing was using some of their resources and their money to allow veterans to approve veterans for community care and to process claims or to approve community care for illegal immigrants, not for veterans, and then also to process claims for illegal immigrants. And John, when you've got a backlog of a million veterans that are waiting to get health care, that are waiting to get benefit answers, and you find out that money that should be being used to solve their situations is being used for illegal immigrants to people that is absolutely maddening because they think, wait a minute, we promised our veterans that we would take care of them. And now you're telling me the money that should be taking care of them is being spent on illegal immigrants. And you have to say, that's what's happening because that is what the VA is currently doing. Yeah, it's remarkable. It's uh, it's jaw dropping, and that number is uh, even more alarming than the last number I heard. It is alarming. Yeah, it's unreal. After all this, all the, the those, all of the things that our men, fighting men and women, uh, armed services women do in the today, and we can't even get them the VA services because we're trying to bring in illegals to the country. It's it's maddening. I want to turn to another set of numbers because Joe Biden has now tripled down on his Bidenomics economic plan. I can't find anyone in the country that thinks it works, nor can a pollster because the polling the numbers show it's just roundly rejected. Tennesseans and quite frankly, all Americans really feeling the effect of Bidenomics and not in a good way, right? Well, yeah, we hear so much about Bidenomics and the effect that it is having on people as they're trying to make ends meet. And they laugh at the fact that the White House says, oh, well, inflation is only 3.4%. They chuckle at that because the price of clothing is up about 7%. You look at uh, inflation overall, it's at about 17.3%. You look at uh food at the grocery store, that's about 20%. You look at fuel going into the tank, that's about 30%. You look at mortgages that are at a two-decade high energy cost that are up about 35 40%. And people are saying, hey, wait a minute, why are you using this 3.4% number? And they'll say, well, you know, inflation is down. What they don't want to talk about is the cumulative effect of that inflation. Yeah, it is. People feel it. They know the difference from the grocery store visit two years ago and today. There's no there's no doubt about it. Last question for you, Senator, because I know how busy you are. Last night, there was a pretty extraordinary image on stage. Tim Scott, Ron DeSantis, 
of Vivek Ramaswamy and President Trump all side by side. And you got the sense of when the party's unified, how strong and how many skills there are on, the, on, on stage and in the movement. It seems like we're in a moment in the next few weeks where the party can really get on one page, one voice, one candidate and go start the fall election early. How important is that for Republicans so that they can win in November? Oh, it is just so important that we um, that we move forward and we support President Donald Trump. And it is time for everybody to unite. It is time for us to coalesce around our message because the issues of inflation and that open border, crime, drugs, human trafficking, sex trafficking, uh, the fact that we're upside down when it comes to what is happening around the globe. All of that, every bit of that is vitally important. Yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt. And that moment, I think, of unity is just over the horizon. It seems like it's going to be very interesting to watch. Senator, it is such an honor to have you on. You're doing such important work in the Senate, whether it's the border, whether it's protecting our veterans, protecting our national security. It's a great, great honor to have you on the show today. Good to be with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. All right, folks, when we come back, a great conversation from Robert K. Haley, the chief pollster at Trafalgar Group. He's going to tell you where he thinks New Hampshire is going to end up tonight. You get it first right here on John Solomon Reports, podcast from Just the News, right after these commercial messages. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bike, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www 
twchealth slash justnews today in order. That's twc.health slash justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Welcome back, America. They say that time really speeds up every year as you get older. And Lordy, I know that to be true as I have to squint more and more to see my return feed. Now, I also have to say that if you live your life by election years, like I do, then time flies by at least two times faster. Now, while it felt like we just had the Iowa caucus, because we did, the Republican and Democrat primary contest will take place tomorrow over in New Hampshire. So with results expected around 7 p.m. Eastern, who's going to win? What are the polls saying ahead of the big contest? Well, tonight we have absolutely nobody better to ask. He's the chief pollster of the Trafalgar Group and someone who had accurate polling ahead of Iowa, Robert Haley joins us now. Robert, it's an honor to have you back. Thank you for being here. All right. It's great to be here. And uh, yeah, we've, we've got some uh, stuff that's hot off the press tonight. So uh, this is kind of exciting. This has not even been released publicly yet. Uh, oh, but this is our new New Hampshire. Yeah, our new New Hampshire poll uh, has Trump at 58.3 and uh, Haley at 35.8. Wow. My heavens. Okay, so let me ask news. you then, with, yeah, with a margin like that, two, two questions. First of all, uh, that's an even wider margin than I expected there to be. So is that an indication that some of DeSantis supporters went over to Nikki Haley's campaign? And second of all, is that a wide enough margin where if that bears out tomorrow night, if that ends up being anywhere close to what the results will be, and considering your accuracy, I would say that's probably pretty darn close. Does that indicate to Nikki Haley's donors that it's time to drop out? Well, uh, I think it, it indicates a couple things. One, uh, the DeSantis people have consolidated for the most part behind Trump. Uh, two, there, there has been a significant effort to get those people who are independents who lean Democrat to participate in the uh, Democrat primary by writing in Joe Biden. And I think once Haley didn't look viable, she's losing a lot of people to that. Uh, we're, we're finding less and less people who were identified as Democrats before who had become independents who say they're participating. Uh, so I, I would credit it to that and just the momentum that has come from what's been happening in the last few days. Now, whether that makes Nikki get out, I don't know, because uh, she has raised so much money and she's on the ballot in all these other states and she's already bought ads. Uh, now, should she get out? Yeah, I think uh, for her own sake, uh, you know, losing your home state is the thing political obituaries are made of. And I just don't see how she has viability if she gets beat this, you know, in her own state. And it mm -hmm. certainly gets beat bad. So I would think for her future, she should probably get out. But but will she? I don't know. And, uh, and will her donors give up? I mean, some of her donors are also supporting some of the prosecution against Trump, so maybe not. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it may have to do with something more than just common political sense here. Uh, Robert, I want to turn uh, to the forces that have made uh, Donald Trump's comeback so real. One of them is the economy. Another one is security, particularly the border. But more than that, it feels like the world's destabilizing. And the third is I feel like a lot of people are starting to say, hey, all these prosecutions of Trump, they smell like a political trick. Uh, can you referee those three issues and how they're all playing into Donald Trump's commanding lead right now? 
Yeah, one, I definitely think it's the economy. Uh, and, and the problem with the economy is the reason it's not ranking number one is because there are, as we've now learned, there are two justice systems. There are two economies. Uh, there's the economy for a lot of people who were wealthy, uh, who were invested in, in a lot of companies, and some of which may be uh, some of the companies that are getting a lot of this government money, uh, and just that have done well. But then there are a whole lot of working people who are, you know, paying their mortgages and buying groceries on credit cards and uh, are overdue on some of those credit cards. And those people do not feel this economy is good for them. Uh, inflation is destroying them. And, you know, inflation is an inconvenience for some, and it is a, uh, you know, extinction level uh, problem for others. So I think that's the reason the economy is kind of bifurcated in how it's affecting people. The border affects everybody because we now live in a world where almost everybody has been touched uh, by an, a fentanyl overdose uh, that can be blamed directly on the border. We see these issues day in and day out. People who live in cities seeing, uh, you know, people that are, are veterans and stuff that are homeless and these uh, people that are, you know, quote-unquote asylum seekers uh, being allowed to, to uh, live in hotels. And it's just it's creating a lot of animosity. And so I think the border is there. But the... Um, you know, these prosecutions, I mean, if it had been, if Jack Smith had gone for one prosecution and got all his ducks in a row, I think that he would be making a lot more headway. But the fact that it got so ridiculous, uh, I think is really what we're seeing is people saying, hey, uh, I don't like Trump, but man, we just can't, this ain't, this, I hate this more than I don't like Trump. That's kind of the yeah. feeling people are getting. That they, yeah. they, this is the idea of them trying, that the other side trying to decide who gets to run. And, you know, and the, you know, one of the points that we've had people bring up again and again is Trump did not go after Hillary Clinton when he won. He could have, but he didn't. Right. And, that, you know, that's just kind of not what we do in America. And so the, this is a very different thing. It's not a matter of whether she was guilty or not. It's just we just don't go after political opponents. When the race is over, it's over. And, and so it's a real problem. And it, it also gives credence to people who were doubting how they felt about the election that, like, these people really will do anything. And now they're yeah. finding out that the twi you know, the, the stories about Hunter Biden were really kept from them and, you know, all the money that was being spent. So even if even if you don't believe in any of the shenanigans, just those things were certainly enough to swing the election. So the election was certainly interfered with. And the poll question we find most fascinating is when we asked and we've asked it a couple of times. Do you believe if 2020 had been run on the exact same rules as 2016 and there hadn't been all these pandemic rules, that the outcome would have been different? Majority of Americans say yes. Yeah. Yep. It's an amazing Absolutely. finding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Robert, you, you do such incredible polling. So I want to break down the numbers uh, uh, e even more because we have seen President Trump make gains in the black vote, the Hispanic <laughs> vote, the youth vote. But there is still that elusive suburban mom vote. Um, as you said, the economy, the border are going to be huge issues. And that obviously affects suburban moms. But crime 
and education. And when I say education, I'm talking about the woke gender garbage that's in school systems. Are those going to be ways for President Trump to make inroads with suburban moms or has he already? Yeah, uh, yes, he's started to make, started to make some some inroads because you know there, there were a certain segment of people who just said they didn't like aspects of his personality, but you know we've seen over half of those people have kind of you know buyer's remorse uh, that what they got with Biden. But yeah, there certainly is a, a real issue right now with this uh, seeing these particular things. So when you think about the kind of a mom who got mad at Target, that's probably a mom who voted for Biden. Who yeah. now is probably considering Trump. And it, it is, and, and the one thing that is kind of interesting, if Trump does well enough with the black community and well enough with Hispanic, well enough young people, he didn't have to win any suburban moms. So, I think you're right. But he is winning them, but he doesn't have to. And so, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think... With the, what we're finding and is that people are looking at all the stuff that's happening and seeing it cross the line. Uh, the, Absolutely. You know, the, what the kids are being taught in the schools. And so, you know, even parents that consider themselves, uh, you know, more educated and evolved and, you know, I think they're special, you know what right. I'm talking about. Yeah. Even some of those people are like, this, this is too much. All right, folks, one more good one to go. Pete Hoekster, former U.S. ambassador to the Netherlands, former chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. He's got a new title, chairman of the Michigan Republican State Party. We're going to have his first thoughts after his election this week, one of his first interviews from his election to replace Christine Caramo. Now, there's some contention there, I know, but it looks like he will be in charge of the party going forward. He's going to give us his vision and why he thinks Donald Trump could take back Michigan in 2024 like he did in 2016. We'll have that right after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. 
Welcome back, America. On Saturday, members of the Michigan Republican State Committee gathered in the state capital of Lansing and elected former Republican congressman and ambassador to the Netherlands, Pete Hoekstrup, as their new party chair. And it didn't go without drama. Christine Caramo, who previously served as the state party chairman, took to social media criticizing Hoekstrup for beginning a charade while U.S. Congressman John James congratulated the newly minted chairman. Yes, there's a little bit of strife in Michigan, but I know our next guest will get it under control. I've known him for a long time. Ambassador Pete Hoekstra joins us now. Mr. Chairman, welcome. Good to have you on. It's great to be with you guys. I, I very much appreciate the opportunity to talk about uh, you know, what's going on in Michigan and uh, what's going to happen in November. It's such an important time. And I think a lot of people saw this coming. I think there were a lot of problems in the Michigan Republican Party. They knew they needed to steady it. They got a someone with your experience, I think, now makes a big difference in stabilizing the party. Because right now, the polling shows that President Trump's up way, uh, way large on Joe Biden. This could be a very important uh, state chart of changing political colors right now. How important is it to get the party under control, get it fixed and get it working again? Uh, it's absolutely critical. We have eight months to do what normally takes 18 months to do uh, for a presidential cycle. Uh, the opportunity is great. Uh, you know, the Biden agenda is not very much embraced here in Michigan. It's not embraced, uh, or the Gretchen Whitmer agenda, our governor's agenda, is not embraced in the state of Michigan. This is the governor that wants to give $4 billion of taxpayer money uh, to two Chinese uh, Communist Party affiliated uh, businesses. Uh, that doesn't sell. You know, people are feeling the effects of inflation, uh, high interest rates. Uh, you know, we're going to do the same thing we did when I co chaired the president's campaign in 2016. We delivered Michigan to the Trump campaign, first time since the Reagan era, and we won the presidency. We're going to do that again. Yeah, without a doubt. I think so. And I know that, that President Trump has full faith in you. Um, but look, being a state party chair is a very hard job. I don't think that it gets near uh, the respect and glory that it absolutely deserves because you, sir, have a bit of a mess to clean up. Uh, obviously, there are factions within the Michigan GOP, but also a financial issue. Your predecessor defaulted on a half a million dollar loan. How are you going to um, get all the ducks in a row, herd all the cats and get everybody on the same page? Well, number one, I appreciate that on Saturday, the team Trump came on board and said, hey, we want Pete Hookstra to be the chairman of the, uh, you know, the party here in the state of Michigan. Uh, I'm hoping that soon the RNC will recognize the efforts uh, that we took uh, to remove Christina Caramo. It's, Christina is a fine a lady, but it was a performance issue. Uh, and then we're going to focus on what November means. It, it's about winning, uh, what this means to America and what it means to Michigan. Uh, to be successful, we can we can elect a president, we can elect a senator from what is now an open Senate seat, we can help build the House majority in the House of Representatives, and we can take back the state house, which means we stop Gretchen Whitmer's uh, agenda. And so, if we focus on what's out there, what we can win in November, and what Michigan means, uh, and when by putting forward a very positive agenda. Uh, that Republicans can unite behind, uh, it will it will happen. Uh, you know, whatever factions we have uh, will be can be pushed aside until after the election and after we elect Donald Trump. 
So I want to ask about a dynamic that I don't think a lot of Americans outside of Michigan may know about yet. We know that the EV revolution has really stumbled and bumbled under Joe Biden. But one of the things that uh, is a truism of electric vehicles, and I think the CBO put out a study on this recently, is that they require far less components in assembly, which means long term, Joe Biden's EV push is putting a lot of the great auto workers in Michigan out of business. How big an issue? Is this going to bubble to the top in 2024? Sure, it will. All right. Uh, it was one of the big things that uh, was discussed in the uh, during the auto strike in 2023. Yeah. What about job preserving jobs and those kinds of things? Auto workers are bright people. OK, they figured out a couple of things. We're going to lose jobs with the EV revolution as it's defined right now. The other thing is, as we saw in Chicago, this is a technology that is not ready for prime time. Uh, you know, the uh, the biggest car lot uh, or junkyard in Chicago uh, over the last couple of weeks has been by the Tesla charging station. Amazing. Uh, what, what they see here in Michigan, you're, you know, you're a rural auto worker and you're driving a big pickup trucks. You can't drive to your cottage up north or you can't drive across the state without trying to find a place to charge it. Uh, you know, these vehicles make no sense. Auto workers are bright people. They have figured this out. Yeah. Well, and, and there have been a number of factions that historically vote Democrat that are seemingly moving over to the Trump side. I mean, that USA Today poll that came out and President Trump is over Biden in both Hispanic support uh, and the youth vote. And then, of course, the numbers uh, moving quite a bit in in black Americans. Um, I wanted to ask you about Wayne County, though, because when we when we talk about election integrity, there are a number of hotbeds that were issues during the 2020 election. We all remember the infamous pizza boxes at the convention center uh, that were placed up there. We've got nine months until November. As as party chair, what 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 is left to do in nine months? What, what can you squeeze in in nine months to secure the election? Well, I've already talked with folks from the Republican National Committee. They're going to come in and they're going to help us in terms of making sure we put the procedures and policies in place uh, that we can, that will give us election integrity as much as we can uh, under the current uh, constitutional framework uh, in Michigan. There were a lot of, uh, there was a constitutional amendment that was passed in the last election uh, that doesn't enhance election integrity. We've got, we've got to work within those rules. We've got to do everything we can. RNC is going to coordinate uh, with us to make that happen. Uh, I talked with folks from Wayne County at the uh, event on Saturday where I got elected. They are energized. Uh, you know, they're saying, hey, Pete, don't write off Detroit. Don't write off Wayne County. We can do well here. There are lots of conservatives. Uh, you know, uh, get Trump in here, uh, get some money in here and re uh, get some resources. They're going to run a, a strong congressional candidate. Uh, we're going to fight for every vote all across the state of Michigan. Yeah. Good to hear. Mr. Ambassador, you served alongside Nikki Haley, I think, as an ambassador. Uh, what advice would you give Nikki Haley, particularly if she gets uh, beaten tomorrow night in New Hampshire? Uh, I'd like the words of our uh, of our president. Uh, I'm not going to tell her to get out, but I think she should. Uh, <laughs> this primary race is over. Uh, you know, beating an incumbent president is difficult, uh, especially if, uh, you know, if, that, if the incumbent president has the media on their side. Uh, we need to really, really aggressively go after this. We need to unite now. Uh, hopefully, uh, I think the president will win uh, a significant margin on Tuesday in New Hampshire. At that point in time, I think uh, 
Nikki should consider pulling out, bring the party together, focus on the Democrat agenda and how that is making life difficult uh, for everyday working men and women across this country. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my goodness, this time tomorrow, it could effectively be a one person race, depending on what Nikki Haley decides. Um, I wanted to ask you about President Trump as he proceeds, if he is the nominee, as he proceeds towards the general election. There are uh, a number of independents, people who are in the center who look at these uh, indictments of President Trump and it affects their decision. And, and they, you know, even if they agreed with President Trump's policies, if they don't know a lot about the indictments, they don't know the history of the indictments or the people who are doing the indicting, they might not necessarily understand what these cases are about. Um, I wanted to ask you specifically about Fannie Willis and her alleged relationship with special prosecutor Nathan Wade. A judge has unsealed the divorce proceedings. I'm sorry, we just got a minute left. Uh, do you think that that's going to affect some of those independent voters and their support for Trump? I think they may, but I think all the evidence that keeps coming out is, you know, these are all witch hunts. Uh, we're experiencing the same thing here in Michigan, uh, where our attorney general is going after the 15 electors uh, from the 2020 election. And, uh, you know, they did the same thing that Democrats have done in the past. These are uh, these are witch hunts. Uh, I don't think it's going to affect many. I don't think it's going to affect many independent voters at all. This is Elections are about pocketbook issues. Uh, and on pocketbook issues, Republicans and Trump win. All right, folks, that wraps up today's edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Justin News. A big thank you to all three of our guests, Marsha Blackburn, the senator from Tennessee, Robert Cahaley, the chief pollster for Trafalgar Group, and rounding things out, the former House Intelligence Committee chairman, former ambassador to Netherlands, and current new chairman, of the Michigan Republican State Party, Pete Hoekstra. What a great show today. Also, if you want to catch Victor Davis Hanson's new eight-lecture course at Hillsdale College, it's free, by the way. All you got to do is go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews, hillsdale.edu slash justnews to get started. You can't learn from a better thought leader than Victor Davis Hanson. The title of his course is something I think we all feel inside is an important issue, right? It's called American Citizenship and Its Decline. How many people have you had talked about over dinner that you've been having this conversation? It is an incredible course. Go sign up today. It's a, a really great opportunity. All right, that wraps up today. We'll be back tomorrow with some scoopy reporting. So be sure to tune in tomorrow. We'll have a couple scoops for you. Until then, God bless you and have a great evening. Can't pay the IRS? Haven't filed in a while? Receiving threatening letters? Yeah, it's about to get worse. The IRS is hiring an army of agents targeting hardworking Americans like you. You need warriors on your side. You need Tax Network USA. Tax Network USA employs brilliant strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. For instance, they've discovered a limited-time special offer that the IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Never call the IRS alone. Let Tax Network USA attorneys handle it. They have preferred direct lines to the IRS. They know which agents to work with and which to avoid. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts and offer a best-in-class guarantee. Schedule your free consultation now. Call one 800 245 6000 That's one 800 2456000 or visit taxnetworkusa.com slash 
victortaxnetworkusa.com slash victor. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. 